Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yo! Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, Thursday night football... 
The San Francisco 49ers are four and a half minutes away from being NFC West champions. They lead the Seahawks 21 to six, uh, four and a half to go. Seahawks facing a big third and one, likely in two down territory. And I'm sure they're in two down territory at this point. Uh, so they could be just two plays away from winning the NFC West, something that would have shocked everybody. Not only would they say, hey, they're going to win it in the middle of December, but they're going to beat the Seahawks, who's their closest competition competition to do it uh not at all how we thought this was going to shake out Mike Harmon well the division as a whole right I mean while we have history on our side to say the Rams weren't going to run roughshod like Hulkamania in the 80s again you thought they'd at least be a, a solid team instead they crumbled one guy after the next the Arizona Cardinals the team of fast starts and then slow fades down the stretch uh they never got off the starting block Right, the gun sounded, and everybody looked around and said, "Wait, what?" And then everybody was off and pacing. Particularly the Seattle Seahawks early after a couple of uh, losses to start the season. Right, one and two to get things going, but they had that big win over Russell Wilson. Who would have thought that that would become uh, the train wreck that it has there in Denver? Uh, but either way, you're now looking at a squad that's rumbling, stumbling, bumbling to steal from your guy Berman uh, to seven and six, and now. Uh, unless there's a miracle here, a festivist miracle, uh, they're going to go to seven and seven for the 49ers. All about health. We we like the roster, and some of us, me, uh, like Jimmy G more than anybody else. Uh, but when it comes down to it, health is always a big question for this squad. Defensively, they've missed a lot of time uh, through the years uh, to kind of uh, submarine uh, their hopes. This year, they got aggressive. Wilson heads off to Miami. Mostert is down in Miami, and they bring in Christian McCaffrey uh, as Carolina tries to go in another direction. Lo and behold, they get rid of him, and all of a sudden they they surge. Very strange world under Steve Wilkes. But it opened up the parting of the Red Seas. Two teams fade away, so it becomes mono e mono against this Seattle squad, and we'll see if Geno and Walker can can have any fight left in them here in the final three thirty. Well, and I and I'm ready because I'm already now with Purdy doing well tonight and Kittle. I'm ready for the uh, for the how Berman would would announce these. Can I give you oh, one sneak preview? Yeah, Can I you one sneak preview, mother. Sure, okay. why not? So here you go. This is going. Here you go. Ready? Here you go. Here you go. <clears throat> this is tonight's game. Uh-huh. Oh and boy. Here we go. TJ, if coming into this game, I would have told you that the Niners' offensive weapons were going to do what they're doing, you would have called me a Purdy Kittle liar, TJ. <laughs> wow. He did that. Like, I oh. did a pretty little liars. I got pretty little liars in. I'm so excited about that. I've been waiting could... for that. As soon as he caught that first touchdown, I said, Oh, I got Purdy Kittle Purdy Kittle Liars ready to go tonight for No, Burton. that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know what's inter- been interesting to me though is the the fact that uh nobody wants to cover a tight end in this game at all on either side mm. of the ball. Mm, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Purdy Kittle Liars. No, what else good. you got in that holster? <laughs> what are you doing? Don't do it. I don't want no, him to Mike, empty it Mike, here. Mike, it's winning because if we get him out of the way now, we don't have to deal with no, him later. No, because if he gets rid of him now, he's got two hours left to try to almost three to, to bombard hey, us with more. You think he has Frostburg? Yeah. Frostburg, hang on. Frostburg, oh, no. I'd like you to curb your enthusiasm for this because Purdy has been Purdy, Purdy, Purdy good. Oh, get 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 the hell out of here. <laughs>
How dare you besmirch yourself? You just want more, and I just gave you a great one. Yeah, but you went to Larry David, who's like a uh, a hero to all of us in this room. So and no, TJ Purdy QB walking down the street. Purdy QB throwing those TDs. Purdy QB. Oh no, TJ. I would swinging neck breaker you right. Get back now in your you cage, Smith. <laughs> You. you know, let's update the game and move away from that. Oh, right now, 21-13, the Seahawks are in the end zone. A Geno Smith touchdown pass to Jimmy Gritton. Ah, oh, that would have been great a few years ago. Uh, Noah Fant there you catching go. a touchdown pass. Go Hawks. that, hey, remember, I was the forgotten guy in the, in the whole Russell Wilson trade. Look at me catching a touchdown. Uh, so it is now a one-score game, 21-13, uh, with three and a half minutes minutes left to go uh Seahawks had six they kicked the extra point didn't want to go for two you don't go for two until you have to the right call by Pete Carroll so now they are down they do not have or I'm trying to look at their timeouts they have two they got left. two remaining so they could conceivably kick it deep they don't have to kick an onside kick but one first down by the Niners is almost going to clinch it so uh we'll keep you updated on this game throughout the rest of the way again Seahawks down by a touchdown now uh they're not needing a first down at least to keep it going they will take over on their own up into the end zone so yeah. they kick it deep so the Niners will take over yeah touchdown uh, and here comes Brock Purdy touchdown uh drive comes after a missed field goal by my guy Robbie Gold 43 yard mm. it was no good wide right uh open the door seven plays 67 yards including a big catch and run from Kenneth Walker the third uh and then we we saw the touchdown to fans so we've got some intrigue let's see how it uh plays out now shall we you know, here's the best part about Robbie Gold is I remember interviewing him on the red carpet of the ESPYs. So, and I had mm-hmm. been I had been at, at ESPN now in over ten years, right? And when Robbie Gold was like, he had this run where he was, uh, I think he had like three weeks in a row where he had like three or four field goals, something like that. And he was at the ESPYs, and I remember interviewing him, and I walked away going, "Ah, it's going to be a cool interview for tonight." Ten years later, Robbie Gold is he's still kicking. Yeah. The NFL. No, I, look, I, I always remember him at Bears training camp. He was always driving around the water cart. Between fields. I mean, all oh, kickers nice. do is screw around. So he, he actually went to work and and would drive uh, the, the water jugs and everything around. And now, TJ, the Bears have people to get the water jugs to fields a different way. TJ, now I'm in the I'm in that mode now. I just go fields. I, I'm, just in that, I'm in that mode. I'm in yeah, that mode. it's the holidays. You're feeling a little I'm in punchy. That mode. Holiday, holiday, holiday. Uh, so we'll have more on this game coming up a little bit. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. It is the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Well, let me tell you, there are teams that are a mess at quarterback, and then there's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right, Deontay Johnson, who should do a little bit more catching passes and not dropping them. Well, uh, there, there's that. Has he earned the right to say a damn thing? <laughs> I catch more than Eight, I seven, drop. Seven, I can do it. <laughs> uh, it. Not often you hear a wide receiver uh, a stumping for the third string quarterback to play, mm-hmm. but this is what happened today. If Kenny Pickett is injured and can't play, he would like Mason Rudolph 
to get a chance. And this quarterback situation with Pittsburgh has just been awful from the jump, right? Deontay Johnson, Mitch Trubisky, who's been playing when, when Pickett is hurt, got in a very animated, uh, heated discussion when he got benched at halftime of the Jets game when Trubisky did. Kenny Pickett has been awful. He's been, he's been Zach Wilson awful this year, but still the Steelers are giving him a chance to try to win the job. Mason Rudolph's not happy when, when Mike Tomlin said he's kind of been our 2A quarterback and he says, I feel like I've been inactive all season or long. This is just an absolute mess at quarterback for the Steelers, and I'm telling you what's going to happen. The end of this season comes, they're, they're going to play this out the next few weeks, and the Steelers and the Jets are going to be the two teams that are out front fighting for that quarterback they want to get them to the next level. Because both teams feel like we are we are a quarterback away. Look, the Jets, you know their talent level, right? they got a great defense. The offensive line is good. They have the playmakers. They are dying for a quarterback. As much as I love Mike White, he's keeping the seat warm. Same thing with the Steelers, right? When we're healthy, T.J. Watt is healthy. We have weapons. We need somebody that can throw the football, right? Our starting quarterback can't throw four touchdowns in nine weeks. We need that, and we'll be fine. We'll be right back back to it. The Jets and the Steelers are going to fight tooth and nail for the top quarterbacks available in free agency. And with so many young quarterbacks available, you know, a lot of teams are going to go for the young guys. There'll be many more players who are going to be able to be shaken loose. And they're going to, it's not just going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or maybe you make the big trade for Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. You're going to see guys, and I'm telling you, these are going to be the two biggest guys to look at the very beginning uh, of, of the offseason. Derek Carr, and Ryan Tannehill because the Raiders aren't going to give Carr $30 million if they're going to continue to suck. And you know the Titans want to move on. They gave Tannehill a lot of money. They drafted Malik Willis. They got to make the move at some point. Uh, Those teams are going to be itching to make changes at quarterbacks. And then teams are going to look at guys like Tannehill and say, well, the Rams won with Stafford. They brought him in. Okay, we can win with Tannehill. He's pretty good. Derek Carr, we can win with Derek Carr if we have the weapons all around. These are the guys, and I'm telling you, it's going to be the Jets and the Steelers are going to be out front of the pack of everybody fighting with each other. They're going to be linked to every single quarterback you could possibly imagine. I told you the Jets were going to do it. It's going to be the Steelers too. Yeah, I think uh, first off, uh, Deontay Johnson, I believe, has set some sort of NFL record for most targets in a season without a touchdown. He's at 113. So you got that going for him. Missed practice today. Well, it's not injury. like they've thrown a lot. To, to his, they haven't thrown a lot of touchdowns either. No, no, but I'm just it's saying. Like everybody else has like 12. Target. No. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. the offense has been terrible, right? The run yeah. game has been uh, pathetic. I mean, Najee Harris has been a non-factor all year. Friermuth's been hurt. Go on down the line. The quarterback position's been absolutely dreadful. They've no thrown nine touchdowns it. all year, and right. Chase Claypool threw one of them. Okay, right. just so but I'm just know. saying, no matter who's been under center, <laughs> this offense has been awful the entire season. And Trubisky comes in last last week, and he just tries to start winging it around, as you any you know good backup would, saying, "Hey, I, I might as well go down swinging." And he did, and he went down. Uh, well, if you're going to fail, fail spectacularly, as they say. Uh, but pick it limited once again. You've got all these issues. Yeah, they're they're going to take a swing. For I don't think it's Ryan Tannehill. I I, don't, I have to wonder if his starting days are done. So if you want to bring him in to compete, um, or he's willing to just be a backup, then cool. Uh, but I I don't know that I want to pay you know him to to be what he is at at this point. But maybe the Steelers' philosophy remains the same to where hey we can play defense well enough and reestablish our, our running history 
you know, instead of Roethlisberger winging it around as he did. In, in a way, a, a little bit of what Seattle was, right? They start out with the run being dominant, and then you have Rust attempting to cook for a bit, and then you go back to basics. Not that Geno hasn't had some big games, but all in all, uh, you've watched them falter miserably when they have no run game. Particularly last week, uh, they had no counterbalance and counterattack to what Carolina was doing on the ground. Uh, Derek Carr is interesting, right? You, f- you float out all the potential destinations as we've done with Brady and all these other quarterbacks. What about Miami if suddenly they hate Tua? What about, mm-hmm. right? What about Pittsburgh? What if Baltimore moves on from Lamar Jackson? Like, there, there's a veritable quarterback carousel that it is about to start rolling here. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
and Stan Weiju over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. Well, it is a final in Seattle, and my goodness, the San Francisco 49ers clinched the NFC West with their defeat of the Seattle Seahawks. Brock Purdy accounts for two more touchdowns. It has been some kind of meteoric rise for him. Joining us now on the hotline, nobody better to break it down. NFL on Fox. You follow him on Twitter at Jay Glazer. Jay, what's happening, man? You know, I, I'm not surprised at all what happened here tonight with us. 49ers team, regardless of who plays the quarterback there, this is a violent, technically sound, bullying football team. You know, watching this, Jay, when they made the move to Purdy, because they had to because Garoppolo got hurt, this is... yeah, they, they, replayed, they, they replaced Lance with Garoppolo. They won. They replaced Garoppolo with Purdy. They're winning even more. You can see the energy and, and effectiveness he has. I don't know that he hasn't played himself into being potentially their long-term answer at quarterback. No, I mean, it's just two weeks. I don't know if you're going to say that. I, I think regardless, Trey Lance is still going to be the guy next year. That's always been the plan. They see, they've seen, let, let, here's one thing. We're not a practice every day, right? So we don't see what they see, and they love Trey. They still love Trey Lance. They still love him. But, you know, what, what Purdy's doing is, yeah, obviously it's fantastic, but the rest of his team, like, man, it's, it's, you know, listen, football is still a fight. All right? And I know we try and take the word violence out of the sport. It's a violent sport. It's like trying to take the word violence out of fighting. It's a fight. And whoever's going to be more violent, whoever's going to sit up, step up there and punch you in the mouth more is going to usually be the team that wins. And that's exactly what the 49ers do. But – the thing that Brock Purdy, I'll give him credit for it, it wasn't too big for him. I, I, and, you know, most guys in his position would have caved. They would have not been able to deal with it between the years. And he was just like, I got nothing to lose. I'm good. And, and you know, we've, we've seen, you know, if you, if you put 100 guys in this position, you'd probably see 95 cave, and he didn't. Yeah, I mean, he's watched him carve up Todd Bowles' defense. First off, Jay, uh, right. welcome. Good to hear you, buddy. Glad you, that your health's back and, and we got you back oh, on man, air. That that hey, by the way, whoever says COVID's still a little flu, like a little cold, I thought it was too, but man, I was wrong. So just be smart, be safe, and man, I, I got I got the old school one, man. I was I was I was laid up for seven days. That sucked. Well, it's good. But good to have you now. Back, you sound buddy. good now. You sound good now. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm better than I was. Thank God. Well, he's ready for the violence. Uh, who who you would you fear more, Trent Williams, if you were trying to pass block or pass Trent rush, Williams. or uh, Nick Bosa <laughs> or Nick Bosa on the other side? Who's more terrifying in your dreams? I, I think Trent Williams coming across the lot, like when he pulls, they pull him out, yeah. right? And they have him pull off, and like these poor little these poor little <laughs> bastards at cornerback who have like <laughs> Trent Williams bearing down on him is. Oh, my God. Yeah, Trent is – and, you know, look, Nick is – his hands are so violent. 
His, he stays low. His leverage is great. But it's got his, it's every one of them. Like, it's the attitude of, of Greenlaw and Warner and, and the rest of the offensive line. And, and you saw at the end of the game here, too, right? They have a running back in here, Mason, instead of, you know, Christian McCaffrey. It's like they have an attitude. And that's where, like, listen, the teams right now that, like, it's, it's, it's a skill game, but it's more of an attitude game. The Eagles have an attitude, right? And it's what that team is doing in the trenches. The Chiefs, even with Mahomes, have an attitude, right? There's an attitude. The Bengals have an attitude. Mm-hmm. The Bills have an attitude. It's an attitude. And that's with, listen, the, the 49ers, it's John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. It's the attitude that they built there. It's the culture that they built. And remember, you know, how much people were ripping them for the, for the Trey Lance move and this and that and Jimmy Garoppolo and still look like they, they put this certain attitude in this culture there in San Francisco. And with that culture, you're able, and we've seen it like in the past, like, listen, when Sean Payton was the Saints, we saw Drew Brees go down. They still won. It's because he had an attitude. He had a culture that was there, right? So there's a certain, like, culture wins out overall. And that's what these two guys have done. I'm going to say two guys. It's both John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Two of those guys. They're perfect together. Let me ask they're the both third. Crazy. They're both crazy. They're both crazy, but they're perfect together. <laughs> well, let me ask uh, the third guy in that, uh, well, I mean, a triple threat match kind of thing. Uh, D'Amico Ryans, he a head coach next year somewhere? Yeah. He should be, absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, and it's, you know, I understand like a lot of talent, but man, he's done such a good job. And he, look, he, he has it for players point of view, but I asked them also, I'm like, hey, does he command the room? They're like, oh my God. When he stands up in front of that room, he commands the room. He gets those guys. He knows how to motivate those guys. And that's again, he's going to learn how to set culture. And like, we're seeing like Michael Daniel learn how to build culture down in Miami. Like, And here's the thing, Kyle Shanahan is brutal on his assistant coaches. He beats these dudes down. And it's tough love. But, man, he sets some those guys up for success. Whether they realize or not what is going on, when I say Kyle is brutal to them, he he is brutal. Same way Belichick's brutal to guys, Kyle's brutal to guys. But D'Amico, I think, has really, you know, learned. And I know because every year at the owners' meeting, I set up a little day-drinking day. Me and Mike Tomlin for years <laughs> set up a little day-drinking day at the owners' meeting. We'll have, like, 20 head coaches. And we'll have all these guys here. So, like, last year it was – it was the Salas with Denahans and McVeigh and Lynch and Dogs and, and, and there's 20 guys, right? And you hear the stories and you hear what Kyle does to these guys. And it's hilarious only because I don't work for him. If I worked for him, I'd want to choke him out. But <laughs> How do I buy a seat at the table and I, and to be an observer? <laughs> and I tell him that all the time, too. I'm like, man, if I worked here, I'd have to choke you out. But, man, he is brilliant. He's a he's a He's a little evil genius, but he set up Mike McDaniels for success. And, yes, he'll set up D'Amico Ryan for success. He set up Robert Sowell for success. All right, well, you, you mentioned Mike Tomlin. I think he might need a day-drinking day after today. You had Deontay Johnson <laughs> wanting Mason Rudolph to start. If Kenny Pickett can't, Mason Rudolph's not happy. Mitchell Trubisky saying, what is happening? Uh, Jay, what's going on in Pittsburgh right now with the quarterbacks? This is insane. What? You know what? They're not used to losing, so guys don't know how to act when they lose there. They've never lost under Mike Tomlin, ever. So, 
you know, there's a certain way you carry yourself when you lose. These guys don't know how to do it. Yeah, especially with a negative 66-point differential uh, as you flow through. We were talking about touchdown passes. Deontay Johnson, the guy chirping, 113 targets. We He's yet to find the painted grass, and I, I got to think that's wearing on him after a while. Yeah, and you, you normally don't hear things from my, you know, my common teams. And again, you see Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and Ben Roethlis. I mean, oh my gosh, this guy, like for him, for all the stuff to not get out over the years, and for him never have a losing season, the dude should get like a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> and, right? It's like, so it, this, is, this is a change from the norm there, because I think they've been so spoiled over there. When they do lose, they don't know how to lose and and uh, and kind of act uh, you know act like a team. Jay Glazer with us, the Jason Smiths here with Mike Carmen live from the Tyrac.com studios. All right, Jay, you, you, you've been on this for a while now. Is Odell Beckham either imminently signing with the Cowboys yep. or sitting out the entire season? Like, like which is it? <laughs> okay, so I want to I want to say something here. So people kind of get asked me, go, you reported two months ago he's been fully cleared. Yeah, he was fully cleared. By his doctor, he was fully clear. So, like, oh, so like, I've been kind of getting killed on social media from what my social media people tell me. Which, by the way, <laughs> if you hire a social media person, I should actually tell them, don't tell me what people are telling me, saying about me on social media, right? Like, otherwise, I, why would I? Why I, am I, I paying someone, you? Yes, <laughs> I hired someone for my mental health, so it doesn't screw my mental health. And yet, I am because I'm an idiot. <laughs> And well, um, Jay, Jay, you sh- you should have known. You can't hire Howie Long to do that. He's just going to sit in the front of the car and going, "Hey, Jay, here's some of the tweets that I got from. Let me read you this one. Let me read you this. <laughs> you can't have that like, happen." Hey, you may want to answer this. I'm like, so he was fully cleared by Doctor Neil Otrosh, who's like the guy when it comes to team doctors in the NFL. Fully cleared to do everything, but that doesn't mean he's in football playoff shape yet. So people are kind of frustrated with. Well, you said he was cleared. He is cleared. He's cleared to do everything. But he doesn't want to run routes yet for anybody because he's not at the Odell level that he wants to be at yet. Now, why he's not there yet, that part I can't explain. That's not the doctor. That's him and his trainers and all that. I, that, that part I, I, I don't know. And that's Odell. Um, but he might want to just make sure that he is 120% before he runs a route for anybody. But, man, you know, Again, people people heal at different levels, you know. So there's a there's a there's a thing of you're healed from an ACL, or do you heal to play at a Super Bowl performance level? That's a totally different story, and that is what is all the confusion about. So like the Giants and the Bills didn't want him to work out. The Cowboys wanted him to, and he wasn't he didn't want to work out for them because he's not where he wants to be yet. So he needs some time. So. I think in Odell's mind, it's like, hey, do I sign with the team here and then just help him in the postseason? Hope that, and, and, and personally, I think, man, go with the team and let their training staff, everything, let, let it be, let, let you have a structure. The more you can be there with a structure and instead of flying all over the place, like he's flying to Buffalo, he's flying to L.A., he's flying to Arizona, he's flying out here, he's flying out there. Man, have a structure. and just be, It's a 24-7 job. Is recovering. That's personally what I think would would help. Um, but he may also say, you know what? It's a weak free agent market. Let me not do anything. 
and I'll work out for teams in the offseason and, you know, be open for the highest bidder. And I also know, like, Sean McVay still wants him back for the Rams. Um, and the, the Rams are open. Man, he just do a one-year deal and he'd go back with them when that team got healthy. So, uh, listen, I, I can't tell you what Odell's going to do because, you know, I, I can just tell you where he, like, where he is physically. Um, but it's, it, again, I, I don't know how to proper. I, I think I've answered the question, but it's, it's you know, when does he feel he's going to be that level of Super Bowl ready like he was? Because, by the way, the game plan in the Super Bowl last year, Odell's probably going to go over 200 yards. Mm-hmm. They do was going to be the MVP, and that was the game plan going in because they knew that Cooper Cup was going to get bracketed and, and all the attention was going to get on him. So they knew, like the plan was for Odell to, to literally have 18 catches for 250 yards. And I think Odell wants to be back at that level before he goes back on that field. Hard to uh, come back as anything less. Jay, we, we talked uh, earlier uh, about your physical health and the battle you had with COVID. Uh, the one thing you do, a warrior for mental health, uh, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast. The latest one that you had up with, with Keith Madden, I had to stop it uh, as, as he started telling his tale. Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer. I just stop it. Well, you know, some of that stuff, it starts to hit you. Right to where you know I, I went back, but you know, just he starts telling his tale, and and I start reading the comments and all of that. You know, it, it's it's powerful stuff, man. Man, how about that for people who haven't listened? Go on, this is a man who who planned to commit suicide, and he stopped off. He had a he was stopping at a Walmart, but his GPS took him to a Target instead, and Target had featured my book. Mental Health Awareness Month in March, and Mar- March, April, May, in that area, and he literally planned his suicide down in um, Hilton South Carolina, and he said, I had to go, I was going to have a three-day thing, and the third day I was going to kill myself, and I stopped off to get supplies for the three days, and one of the things I knew I was going to need a book, and I knew you from TV, but I didn't really know you, but... I read a little bit and it resonated with me, so I read the book and said, you know, because I took this wrong turn, I picked up your book and I finished it in two days. And by the third day, I packed up and went home, and there's no longer a reason to go kill myself. And it's um, <laughs> it's a story, man, I tell you. I'm trying to keep it together here, man. No, I'm sure. Saying, right? Like, man, this guy, and he's now told his story all these other people and he thinks he's saved all these people now from killing themselves and it's like and listen like obviously we just saw what happened with twitch suicide is right it is an epidemic and i'm trying to villainize it and i i don't know if people are going to like how i say it or don't like how i say it whatever it is i want people to stay alive so i'm trying to make i'm trying to take the glory away from it it's it's such an easy it's 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 too glorified now when 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 you think your life sucks and you see someone else kill themselves and they get all this love for for oh my gosh we miss this guy we love this guy it's so easy. it's a power suggestion somebody goes oh my life sucks I'm not loved I'm gonna go kill myself now so I'm trying to I'm trying to villainize it you may not like how I say it or what I say about it 
but I don't really care. I want to make sure that I keep you alive because you deserve to be alive and you deserve to keep other people alive. He's mad at you. By stepping up and telling his story on this podcast, saved other people's lives. Keith is now living his best life and understanding what being of service is. And it's, it's something he never... Man, I'm having a hard time talking about No, oh, absolutely, <laughs> man. That he never thought he could do, man. But, oh, my God, man. So please go listen to this podcast. Listen to his story. Let other people you know struggling listen to his story. The fact that he almost did it and now is telling people about it and now it saved other people's lives, that's what life's about. You got to... Hey, you gotta you gotta stick around for us all. Like you gotta. It, it, I I have as much pain as anybody else between my ears, but I'm not gonna leave this world because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put my pain on the rest of y'all. Unbreakable with Jay Glazer. You get it on Apple Podcasts. There's also a link to it on his Twitter page at Jay Glazer. That's at Jay Glazer. Keep fighting the good fight, man. You're doing unbelievable work, and we, we love you coming on and sharing these stories with us every single I'm all crying over here, man. Thanks. I'm yeah. sorry, Jay. <laughs> it, was all, it was all love, man. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about 
how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. We'll get back into Thursday Night Football as the Niners clinch the nfc west brock purdy two more touchdowns he and george kittle proving that people from iowa and iowa state can get along look at you that don't need to have that big rival right we could all come together right for the great come on, day. people we're trying now. to win a super bowl man iowa iowa state we can love each other well i want to um, know why there was an invisible force field around tight ends today because you got both guys <laughs> from iowa find the end zone Three times between them, Noah Fant, uh, the recipient of the Geno Smith touchdown late, no onside kick, etc. But, you know, George Kittle on both his touchdowns, nobody around him either. Yeah, this was a day, this was Iowa's day, apparently. Yeah, this was this was Iowa's day. Uh, You know, also it was their day. Who's that? The Memphis Grizzlies, because the Grizzlies tonight didn't just beat the Bucks. They absolutely yeah. obliterated them. The Bucks needed a 30-point fourth quarter to lose by 41. Yeah. Okay, it was a 46-point lead by Memphis going to the fourth quarter. Grizzlies beat the Bucks 142 to 101. John Moran tonight a triple double with 25 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. You had about 11 players and double figures for the Grizzlies. And I'm <laughs> telling you, we've had a lot of attention spent on the Pelicans the last few nights. And look, I wish I had enough guts to pick them to to win the West, but I just can't. I couldn't be confident that Zion would be healthy all year round. Which okay, for now it's great for for New Orleans. But man, I was this close to going New Orleans and Memphis instead. I went Memphis and Denver, but I'll tell you what, watching the Grizzlies right now, you see them, they just dismantle Milwaukee the way they did it, and, and it was, and it wasn't even where John Morant had to be super, super human, he didn't have to, you know, hey, 16 out of 25 from the floor, no, he actually had a poor shooting night, but it didn't matter, because it was just such a huge blowout with Memphis, and if you didn't think Memphis was legit, you got Jason, you're crazy, Memphis is going to the Western Conference Finals, I will point you to this game all season long, a 41 point demolition of Milwaukee 29 point lead at the half uh as Steve's uh given us in the updates I mean Moran played 26 minutes and finished with the triple double mm. plus 30 on the night everybody plays everybody wins these are the type of games that you love right get your rotations right for the Bucks they shrug and they move on you look at they've lost two of three. Oh no uh but they'd won they've won five of their last seven uh, and you have your ebb and flow, and sometimes when you see it's going away, you just say, all right, the hell with it, right? We're on the road. Uh, let Memphis give the kids a thrill. We're not going to expend the extra energy. So you saw Giannis, Middleton, Lopez, Carter, Allen, all your starters, the, the high minute mark was Giannis with 26. 
He left with only playing 26 minutes. Think of the children. <laughs> Shouldn't we do that? He didn't give me an honest effort. He sat down. <laughs> Some of our uh, friends in the media, colleagues, former colleagues, whatever, I mean, they love to wag their fingers there. Is this quitting? They gave the white, white flag. No, I don't think Giannis is at that point yet. If it was LeBron, if it was no, I don't think Giannis is still in the couple of hey, MVPs we all and whatever else yeah, <laughs> he's been around he, a decade. Yeah, but Giannis is still in the hey, everybody loves Giannis. I don't know. They got career. mad at him when he was with the the ladder and wanted to shoot free throws. <laughs> oh, Man, that's that, true. That might as okay. well have been an international incident, right there. That's true. But we forgot about that pretty fast because everybody still loves Giannis. I'll, I'll be able to. How tell do you when, not? When his birthday, when the, he was walking around saying he was open. He was having sex. I, yeah, I know, I know. Well, happy birthday to me. <laughs> Freaking the sheets. You act like that's a problem. No, no, no. I celebrate every everything uh, the man's doing. Frostman no does the same thing on his birthday. Same. My exact birthday's thing. every night. Every. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Ah, it's now my that's a guy again. with an ad. <laughs> that's no, an ad. I'm celebrating no, every birthday. damn night. It's my birthday. And I'm going to be in my birthday suit coming up soon. I'm excited. I'm wearing a bow. <laughs> bolo. That's Frostberg. Only wearing a bolo tie. <laughs> Knocking boots in a bolo. Uh, Maybe that's how Philip Rivers has built the family. Every day is his birthday. Twitter at about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. I told you, Grizzlies to the Western Conference Finals. Coming around to that, aren't you? Coming up next, big story out of the NFL is next in the TireRack.com studios. Fox. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.